Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Hey friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week on this show, I invite a friend to join me and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Hey friends, and welcome to another episode of The Happy Hour. I'm your host, Jamie Ivey. And if this is your first time, I just want to say welcome. I hope that you find this show to be encouraging and inspiring and uplifting and just a breath of fresh air in your day. If this is your 300th time, welcome back again. You guys are going to love my guest today. It's Christy Knuckles. And honestly, I can't believe that in all these years, Christy Knuckles has never been on The Happy Hour. Literally, I was looking and I thought, surely she has has, but no, she hasn't. I'm such a fan of Christy Knuckles professionally as a singer and what she does as a worship leader, but also as a person. She's a great friend. Before I tell you about my conversation with Christy, I want to talk again about my newest book, Compliment, that I co-wrote with my husband, Aaron. It's a book all about the surprising beauty of choosing together over separate in marriage. Aaron and I will celebrate 20 years this summer of being married, and we are very far from being experts about marriage, but we are big fans of marriage, and we think God is a big fan of marriage, and we think that there is beauty to be found within a marriage that is set out to glorify God with their relationship with each other and with Him. We will remember being told when we first got married, those comments that you hear from people, oh, just wait, it's only downhill from here. And we think that is false, and we want to say that it is uphill from here, and so we hope that our stories about marriage will encourage you to be intentional with your spouse. We talk in the book about cheering for each other. We talk about leading and following and forgiving and parenting and having a mission. And we talk about sex. We talk about all the things that we think make up some very important parts of all of our marriages. So it releases next week. We're giddy about it over here. You can pre-order right now anywhere you get books. Amazon, Lifeway.com, Barnes & Noble, Target Online. Literally, where you buy books is where you can find compliment. When you pre-order the book and you redeem that pre-order just by going to our webpage, erinandjamieivy.com, it's super easy. There's a button there. It says, claim your goodies. We have a few small gifts we'd like to give you to thank you for ordering the book ahead of time. All you're doing is saying, hey, on March 2nd, I want that book in my mailbox and that will happen. To do that, we're going to give you some love notes to share. We're going to give you some date night ideas. We're also going to give you the first chapter of each of our books and the first session of the Bible study. There's a Bible study that goes along with the book by the same name compliment. So you can pre-order the book and Bible study or either one and still receive these goodies. Also, because I love a party, we're having a party next Tuesday night, March 2nd, and you are invited. It's our release party. It's all going to be online. We will make sure you get the link. Make sure you're following me on Instagram. Make sure you get our newsletter. We're going to put the link everywhere you could possibly find it. Now on to our guest. Christy Knuckles is an author. She's a worship leader. She's a singer and a songwriter, and she has a passion to help others understand how to communicate with God. If you love podcasts because you're here listening to mine, you should check hers out. It's called The Glorious and the Mundane. I've been on it, and it is so beautiful. She also just released her first book, The Life You Long For, Learning to Live from a Heart of Rest. 
On today's show, we talk about preparing to launch our kids into adulthood. We both are there. She's a few steps ahead of me. And we talk about inviting the glorious into the mundane and the importance of rest. You're going to really have a breath of fresh air in this conversation today. I know you're going to love it. Here is my conversation with Christy Knuckles. Hey, Christy, welcome to the happy hour. Hey, thank you for having me. This is so great. I was looking at my computer before because I was going to tell everyone the last episode you were on, and I realized that I don't think you've ever been on the happy hour, but I was confused because I was like, surely she has. I've known her the whole years I've been doing this, and I know we've interviewed, and so I think I was thinking about your show. Yeah, you were on mine. Yes, and so welcome to the happy hour for the first time. (laughs) My feelings aren't hurt because I don't think I knew that either. So it could be the second time you've been here. We don't know. (laughs) We're not sure. We're not sure. Okay, (laughs) but you're here now. So introduce yourself to all of my listeners. Yes. Well, I'm Christy Knuckles. You might know me as a singer, songwriter, worship leader, or just that one girl who used to sing at passion conferences um, and on passion records. But yeah, my husband, Nathan, and I live here in Franklin, Tennessee, and we've been making music together literally and, you know, just metaphorically, I guess, for 25 years, we've been married. We have three kids, Noah, Eliana, and Annie Rose. And now I'm a podcaster too, I guess. And just released a book. So I guess I'm an author as well. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. I know your book just came out like last week and I'm so so excited and so proud of you. Now the thing, it's not funny to you, I'm sure, but maybe you can laugh about it. This is like your third release date. So talk to me about what has gone on with getting this book out into the world. Well, first of all, it took me, I'm not joking, 15 years for this all to unfold, really. It's been 15 years in the making. I've been saying I was really going to write it for 10 years. And then my sweet agent, he and his wife have just like been so patient with me. I signed. It took me way longer than I thought to write it. And then we thought it was coming out in June of 2020. And then because of for sure of COVID and the pandemic and everything, it got pushed. It was going to come out in November and then it got pushed to February. So I was really like, Jesus is probably going to come back before, you know, (laughs) it releases. And so so I'm good with that, I guess. But here it is. I mean, it's funny. Things like that happen in our life all the time. And I would imagine towards the end of February, you'll be like, man, this was the perfect time for this message and for this book. And it is. So tell us about it. What is this project? Yes. Well, it's really, it's funny. The the second chapter I call, it's the farm table epiphany because it was really something that happened to me. I was young mom. We were touring a ton. I was absolutely exhausted. So that's kind of how the book starts. And I tell you about a time I was during that season of just, I was cleaning a toilet and God meets me while I'm cleaning a toilet, which I love that he meets us anytime, any place. But at that time in my life, I was really more meeting with God, I would say, just on the platform. You know, just while leading worship, I was going strong for him. I was like, Jesus girl, pastor's kid, doing all the things for God, just using my gifts and talents. And it, I just tell you about a day that he, I opened up Psalm 37 after that toilet bowl cleaning experience. And it's really about God calling me to remember and learn how to live from Him rather than just for Him. And so it was a really kind of a realization of like, I was living in the book, I call it like living outside in versus inside out. So I was doing all these things sort of in the outer rings of my life. And God was like, what if you just hit the bullseye? Like just hit the bullseye and I'll take care of all the outer rings of your life and I'll show you 
who I am. I'll show you my glory in it. Like, if you'll let me, do you trust me? So that's kind of how it begins. And it was a laying down of actually even my career for a while, about four years, I actually stopped touring and he called me to come home and take care of my kids. And that's where it all really begins because he wanted me to return to being his kid too, you know, just living from him as his beloved child. So that's what it's about. You know, when you said, and I've read your book, it's so wonderful. I told you that when I read it. But when you said that you were cleaning that toilet and God spoke to you then, even now, as you were talking with my eyes got watery and my Mm -hmm. throat kind of got a little tight because I think it is so encouraging to hear that God meets us like in those moments. Yes. And as someone who can, I'm talking about myself, someone who can just want to run fast and hard because it feels accomplishing and it feels good. Even you saying that it made me kind of go a little tug in my spirit of like, man, Mm -hmm. not that I want to go clean my toilets by any means, but what is that small resting, quiet, mundane moment that maybe I'm running from because I don't want to be quiet and restful and mundane. And so I think it's an encouragement. And so I I want to hear from you even. You had that moment. You even talked about a moment when God called you home to be with your kids some more. But you told us this project's been a decade. What was that like for you of God really impressing that on you? And then I would imagine you've gone through a lot of growth over those 10 years of really not just getting the head knowledge of, you know, living from him, but what does that look like in your life every day? And how did that change Christy? Yeah, I really think the delay in the writing was that I was going to need to live this, you know, and I'm still living it. I'm going to be living it for all my days. And I think too, there's just something so sweet. It's kind of like that we wrote a lullaby record when our kids were tweens and teens. You know, I started them maybe in the rocking chair when they were babies, but I couldn't make a record when I had little babies. You know, it was just too much. But like, it's like getting to sing over people from a place of mothering that much longer and just like, And honestly, we're, you know, we're rounding the corner of like, we've got a 20 year old, an 18 year old and a 13 year old. And it's almost like that. It's like, I think living this message and, you know, making so many stops and starts, having to literally sometimes several times a day, go back to the bullseye. Sometimes like before my feet even hit the floor, sometimes I have to go, okay, God, I reconsecrate my heart to you today. I have a tendency to get up and go straight to the outer rings of my life and go straight to what I need to get done. But it really is just that daily remembrance. And that's going to look different for all of us. I think just with however we you know meet with God, but I think it is about establishing in the morning is the best time because you're able to have that unbroken communion with God all day. So I love to say that we become the quiet time that we have in the morning. You might only have five minutes because you might be working in this season of your life, but I love that like we become what we behold. And so in the mornings, I like to start a conversation that I continue the rest of the day. And I feel like I've just been living that kind of thing. And that has also, you know, those are kind of the mundane moments, you know, I've got to get my head on straight every morning. I have to go to the Word. If I don't know where to start, I go to the Psalms. I think David is an Enneagram 4. I'm an Enneagram 4 with a five wing. I think maybe he's a four with a five wing too, but I just get David, mm-hmm. maybe because I'm a worship leader too, but that's where I start. And I just have to get my head on straight before I, you know, go into the outer rings of my life. And that's the thing. There is work to be done. This isn't a lay around and like mm-hmm. sip coffee and want, and just read your Bible all day kind of rest. Yeah. This is like a propelling rest yeah. that actually sends us contending for kingdom things and out into the outer rings of our lives with like purpose and intentionality. So yeah, I feel like 
I've just been living that over the last few years and that's how it's changed me daily, but also with big things too, big decisions. In the book, you talk about this, and you mentioned it a few times right now, about this bullseye concept and then these outer rings. Can you kind of explain that to us a little bit more? Yeah, it's kind of fun. Actually, it all started with my friend, Lauren Chandler. And um, I don't say it's Lauren Chandler, but you can know if you read the book, it's her. That's the Lauren. And she came up to me one night. It was before I had this toilet bowl cleaning moment. She shared, basically, I'd led worship that night somewhere where she was. She's like, you're going to think this is crazy. But when you were leading worship, I kept seeing in my mind's eye this bullseye concentric circles. Well, fast forward to that moment at my farm table after the toilet bowl cleaning. I'm reading Psalm 37. You know, you know it. Delight yourself in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to Him and He will help you. He will make your righteousness shine like the dawn and the justice of your cause like the noonday sun. And it was almost like that bullseye picture literally was like a transparency over that scripture that morning. And he was just like, what would it look like? What if you just hit the bullseye with me? Live from me. And then I'll take care of all these outer rings. But he's like, baby girl, you are stuck out here. And you are literally running ragged out in these outer rings of your life. And what I learned just even later, he kind of just over the years, like helped me with that visual. It's just always been how he has spoken to me, like in the most powerful way. But living from that bullseye is really like our first calling in life is to live just as his kid. You know, Jesus said, come like a child to be the greatest in the kingdom. We got to return and be humble like a child and come before the Lord. And, you know, a child, we need help. You know, even if you just think of an actual physical child, it's like a child can't, you know, uphold their cause on their own. They need help from a parent. They need someone else to help lift that up. And so God was like, what if I lifted up your cause? What if all the stuff I put in you that you're trying to wave your own flag out here in the outer rings, what if I held it all up for you? And then what would that for you to pursue. And so that middle ring in those that you're the bullseyes, the middle, that middle ring is actually the community of the beloved. That's my kids. That's my husband. That's my church. That's my community group. That's the people that God's bringing just into my life for me to pour into them and help raise them up. And then I love to think that we bring those people with us out into the God-given capacity or the God-propelled capacity of our lives. And I, so it's a picture of co-laboring with people and like helping raise others up. So that's kind of how that bullseye picture has unfolded over over the years. I love the visual. I'm a visual person. And so it's good for me to just picture that Yeah, even because I know that so many people, and I know I can fall into this trap and obviously you can as well. All of us can. Mm-hmm. A feeling like we have to sustain those rings. Like I don't have time for the bullseye because all these things that yep. I need to go. And so talk to that woman right now that she's hearing you and she's like, that's awesome, Christy Knuckles. But listen, mm-hmm. you don't know what my rings look like these days. Yeah. Uh, what's your encouragement to her just about finding that rest? Because I know that you talk about this propelling, the rest that's going to propel us to do things for the kingdom and, and working from that rest. So talk to her for a minute. I think maybe that's too one of the reasons why I was supposed to just live this for so many years because he asked me to do some pretty big things. And I think trust and surrender is universally scary for all of us, right? It's yeah. just hard to like trust him, like you're saying, with all those things we got to get done, all the outer rings. And it's not that we're not doing those things. It's more just that 
even just taking that moment in the morning to, like I say, like get your head on straight or get your just your heart in the place. Like a, I like to say, it's just a posture of the heart to be able to live from God. Because here's the thing is like, we all know that when we get out in those outer rings, there's a shelf life to our capacity, right? There's a shelf life to our own strength. There's even a shelf life to our own love. And I think we can all, especially as believers, start feeling even shame and guilt from the enemy for not even desiring time with God, not desiring time with our kids or our family. And we can just be like, what is wrong with me? But really, I think God wants to call us back to that place. It's so much simpler. And I talk about it a lot in the book. It's just so much simpler than we make it. I think really more than anything He wants us to be doing and building, He's all about who we're becoming. And so I've lived it long enough to see that when I've trusted, when I've just made the choice to trust Him with those outer rings, big decisions and small decisions, it's like He says in the Psalm, it's like, he will make your righteousness shine like John. Like he'll make your rightness even to the world around you. He'll uphold that. He'll come through for you in a way. And it's like, it's it's actually a supernatural principle. And it's not like, you know, eerie supernatural stuff. Yeah. It is like, that's life with God, right? Mm-hmm. It's the mystery rather than us managing. Yeah. It's like, it's the supernatural principles of his word and they actually work. And so just to encourage you, when you trust him with those outer rings, even it's almost like the whole like tithing principle. It's almost just like test him in it. Mm-hmm. See if he won't. Like if you trust him with it and you trust him to live even through you into those outer rings of your life, starting just with your relationship with him first, like see if he won't come through in a way that like is different and powerful and like life-changing for you. And then the beautiful thing about that is when he is faithful, because God's always faithful. Yeah. When he's faithful and, you know, you get a year, five years down, you build these kind of faithful rocks to yeah. where you can look back and say, I can trust today because I remember the faithfulness yeah. that he's had in the past. And so I think that's mm-hmm. another beautiful thing about the mystery of God's faithfulness to us is that it builds our faith when we remember his faithfulness. I should teach a seminary class. That's the most profound thing I've ever said. It builds our <laughs> faith when we remember his faithfulness. That's right. If you don't know it, guys, I'm a Texas girl through and through. I've lived here most of my life. I was born here and I love traveling. Here's why I love traveling throughout Texas, because it has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities, which means there's an infinite number of different travel experiences. And no two travelers are exactly alike. And it means that no two trips should be either. If you're a beach person, well, you can have fun under the sun with Texas's 350 miles of coastline. If you're more of a rugged vacation type, there are campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. And foodies cannot get enough of Texas's world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex. Enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. And now, Travel Texas offers a one-of-a-kind online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interest. Guys, come visit my state. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn. You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly 
warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Oh, the charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. You and Nathan... Are just a few years ahead of my family over here. Aaron and I will celebrate 20 years this summer. Three kids, our oldest is 17, our youngest is 13, and you are launching children and you're surviving and you're not in a ball crying in the corner. (laughs) And, you know, how has it been for watching these kids grow up? And I look at my Mm -hmm. 17 year old and I'm so proud and I'm like excited to launch him on one hand. And then on the other hand, I'm like, please don't ever go. You can live here forever. So how has it been for you and Nathan? Yes. Our oldest Noah, he's 20 and he moved out like right. I mean, pretty much Christmas week. He like put his stuff at his house. Of course, you know, Let's be honest, he's 30 minutes away, which thankfully we live in a cool city and he wants to live in Nashville. But it's just like you just said, though, there's just such like, there's such a blessing in it. There is like, it's a both and. So much of God is both and, right? And just, it's the same way. It's like, we literally tell him all the time, like, you know, you are always welcome here. You know, you can always come home anytime. Like you don't even have to ask. But at the same time, we're just like, go, go, go. There's like this blessing in the launch. And so, you know, one of the hardest parts is, is like, I even say this in the book. It was like, when he turned 18, we were like, oh my gosh, do we do like literally like a crash course like, you know, like meet with them like on Tuesdays and we're like, here's everything you need to know right. when you leave this place. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, man, I mean, I just, if there's anything I want for my kids, I just want them to know who they are. But as we all know, it's going to take like 
just him walking through life to figure out who he is. And I think that is just the biggest thing I pray for him is just that God would show him his identity in who he is and just like how he is a treasured, loved son and just that he would do life from that place. But it's hard because you're just like, oh, God, have mercy on him because, you know, they just have to like make mistakes and they have to like get out there and do their thing and like wrestle and learn all those things. And so it's beautiful and just like, terrible. <laughs> you know, time. it's funny when I put a post up on Instagram, it'll be like a, one of my teenagers. And I'll say like, you know, I'll kind of talk to those moms that are in the trenches with those little yeah. kids. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? One day you're going to like them. You're going to sit across the table. You're going to like yes. go places with them. They're going to drive you. They're maybe do their own laundry. Those posts get so much feedback because the young moms are like, please tell me that it's all going to be okay. <laughs> and here you and I are on the other side of that. And we're looking at these young moms going, you're going to make it. Like, yes. you're going to be okay. You remember those days with your kids at home? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Do you remember yes. feeling like, is this ever going to end? Because I do want to ask you, you said you came home for four years. Like, you kind of quit yeah. traveling. Were you fully like, I'm here for this? Or is it kind of like, God, are we really doing this? Well, I'm pretty honest about it in the book that it was not pretty. I mean, just for me at first, it was just like, it felt so hidden away and unseen. And I wrestled really hard. I mean, I was like a brat about it. And it wasn't that I didn't adore my kids. You know, it's not about that. It was just that like, really like, oh my gosh, like I'm watching reruns of Blue's Clues and I'm folding stuff and washing sippy cups. And, but it was really, I remember, and this is actually where the name of my podcast came from, but I remember going and sitting with this lady I talk about in the book. Her name's Terry Price. She's an amazing woman of God. She has nine kids. She homeschools them all. And she's like a country writer. She like writes country songs. And I just went and like literally bawled my eyes out at Starbucks and just like across from her. And I was like, how? How do you do? How do you do anything? How are you even here right now? And I loved it. She was like, How do I still songwrite? And like, how do I keep myself alive and like be with these people? Like, yeah. be on the floor, play, do all these things. And she's like, You invite the glorious into the mundane. And so she's like, when I'm folding their laundry, I'm literally holding up their pants and going, God, I pray purity over my kids. I'm holding up their shirts and I'm like, God, protect them. Like she's like, you know, the armor of God, like their socks, where are their feet are going to take them. And she's like, I have my notebook on the laundry room floor. I'm writing songs while folding and I'm inviting the glorious into the mundane. And I was just like, okay. First of all, I was like, there's no excuse. Like we said with the toilet, it's like he can meet us anywhere. And it's like once I surrendered to that, that's not to say that I didn't, you know, chunk like a, a laundry basket here and there across the room. But yeah, but yeah. once I began to surrender to that, like something the kids would say or a moment we would have, like he started speaking to me in those moments. And like, that's just how it happens little by little. And I think too, it just makes a huge difference when people like us who've been down the lane a little farther are yelling back. Like, yeah. you're going to make it. I promise. You're going to love Keep teenagers too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Teenagers have been actually our favorite. Like, us too. Us I want to freeze them at every stage, but I was shocked that we've loved the teenage years. So, us too. I mean, there are many times that Aaron and I are like, what's wrong with these people? Like, we don't understand what's happening. Totally. But there are way, and that's not in a bad way because here's the deal they can all feed themselves. I always say, if Aaron and I went out of town for like, I don't know, 10 days, they would be just fine. They totally. could survive. They would be alive. They would be alive or they'd be thriving. They'd be just like vegging in front of the TV. 
And so it's been our favorite as well because we're able to have conversations as well. Yeah. I do always say, I think parenting teenagers provides me the most stress though. I'm an Enneagram six since you said you're an Enneagram four. Yeah. I'm an Enneagram six. And so I can see and fear yeah. things that I don't even need to fear, you know, but yeah. I can go there. So I would say parenting teenagers has been a little bit harder for me emotionally, spiritually, yeah. even, you know, there's still yeah. such a heavy weight there. Okay. What is songwriting looking like for you these days? When I told people I was going to talk to you, I hear so many moms tell me, tell her how much we love that lullabies album. And oh, so it is yeah. such a blessing to so many people. Mm. What does songwriting look like for you now? You know, I know it sounds whiny, but like writing a book was like a whole different part of my brain. And I actually had like a big, like had to come to Jesus meeting, like with like my manager, my husband, and just be like, something's wrong with me. Like, I just cannot like seem to depart from this like way that I'm being creative, which I think writing a book is creative, but it was way different. And so songwriting for me, I'm realizing, you know, we are working towards already, like I'm having to like plan ahead, you know, after the release and stuff of the book and stuff, just planning ahead for songwriting. Like I'm going to have to make space in my life to be creative. That's just, maybe I didn't have that issue in the past. You know, it just came a little bit, like I said, even just like washing the dishes, I would, you know, be singing. Today, I will say it's crazy that you asked, but like, it's kind of cool you asked just that I was just writing today for the first time, like just working on a song. And that's been like the first, maybe since the lullaby stuff, like And we would love to do a volume two, but it's hard to say that. I think we would say like, yeah, we're doing volume two. In fact, we almost put volume one on the Uh, actual uh cover of that. But then it's like, oh, that's a commitment. Because you're just (laughs) like, man, you don't know like which way. I always want to do whatever the Holy Spirit puts in front of me, especially just like He always makes it so clear and starts stirring. And it's just like, I want to do what He wants and I don't want to commit to something. Because that record, I honestly feel like I was like a conduit. Like it felt like the Lord was like, this is how I want to speak to my people right now. I need you to do this. And that's how it felt. It literally felt like it It just went in and out. It almost is like I feel separated from it. And just the way that He uses it, I'll probably just never even know all the millions of ways. But gosh, I just love that. I love music and I love that He thought to like, let us have that and let us be a part of how He uses it. It's just like, it's just one of the greatest joys of my life. So I'm praying that. I could songwrite again. (laughs) I love it so much. I'm going to tell you the same thing I told last December. We had Jonas Myron on. I'm assuming that you know Jonas. I do. Yeah, It was one of our favorite episodes all of last year. And I had no idea what to expect, Christy. I mean, we were like... I went in going, I didn't know who he was. Aaron did, but I don't ever tell Aaron who I'm interviewing, you know, like kind of funny, but I told him what I'll tell you. And I always think this about my husband as well, being a songwriter for the church is it can almost make me a little teary to think that the songs that God gives you guys who are beautiful songwriters, that they're sung all over the world in different languages. Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful for songwriters because I love worshiping so much. And it's a real big connector for me to the Lord and to think, man, God had to gift somebody to pen those words mm-hmm. that I get to now sing and declare my love towards him. And so I'm just a really big fan of songwriters. And so I just Thank am you. grateful for all that you have done and you and Nathan and all the projects that you guys Thank have worked you. on. So, and it's fun Thank to be led by you whenever we're in the same place. It's just a joy. <laughs> Thanks so much. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. 
Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Okay, Christy, what are you loving these days? Are you guys TV watchers? Are you reading anything? What is that looking like for you? Okay, so this is really funny, but like during the quarantine, when it was kind of the heaviest lockdown here, the girls, well, Noah was still at home, but we watched all 21 Marvel movies. We had never watched all of them, but we went- Did you watch them in order? Like, isn't there an order? Okay. Yes. You can like go on these like websites and they'll tell you like chronologically everything you need to do. And it was just such like, by the time we got to Endgame, I literally went to Party City and we had- like a massive in-game party. Like it looked like a seven-year-old boy's birthday party in my I kitchen. Love this. We had like Marvel food. Like we did Hulk punch. We had like cheeseburgers because that's Iron Man's favorite. Like we did all this and the girls were up in it. We did like, I got um like, what are the, like the ring pops for the uh-huh. infinity stones? Like <laughs> So great. Now, had you seen any of them or was this all new to you? I'm trying to think. I don't think I had seen Black Panther I had seen maybe one Iron Man. And I mean, that was it. So, and then, you know, like it just at the end, I mean, our girls, I mean, they have video of themselves literally sobbing at the end because it feels like Armageddon and you're like, yes, we win. (laughs) You know, it just feels, you're all up in it. Yeah. Yeah. It was so fun. So now we're watching WandaVision, which is on Disney Plus and I'm thoroughly confused. My kids are watching it too. And I, I saw a little bit of it and I was like, I said, is this the Brady Bunch or something? Like, I was so confused as to what so, it is. But they're so in out it. There. You know, it's yes. funny about Marvel. I'm not a big Marvel superhero guy. So here's a spoiler, guys. If you haven't seen it, you might want to pause. But I can't even remember what movie it was. But Iron Man dies, right? Yes. Okay, so I gave you everybody a chance, okay? <laughs> if you haven't seen it by now, sorry, okay? But listen, see, I'm in the theater. I have no context for Iron Man or the person who cried next to him, Spider-Man. Yes. Okay. No context. I am bawling. Yeah. Uh, but I don't even know why I'm crying. I'm like, I don't even know their relationship, but I'm so sad. And so the few Marvel movies I have seen, they have moved me. And I'm always like, I don't even like Marvel movies, but they get to my emotions. So yes. I told the girls, like, someone on that team has to either have been raised in church or they're a believer because there are all kinds of like little things yeah, all the way yeah, through that yeah. I'm like, someone in there. I love something. it. I love it. What are you reading? Well, you know, I just, what I go back to always is like guys who are dead. So, like, <laughs> I love A.W. Tozer, yeah. The Pursuit of God. I've been reading that again. And then Abiding in Christ by Andrew Murray. Those are two that are like, I keep going back to, but I read recently John Eldridge's book called Get Your Life Back. And I've read several of his things and I feel like 
he goes most uh, counselor, you know, like I can just hear his like counseling profession almost coming through with his like pastoral. And we even had our son Noah read it with Nathan because it's really, really good. Just the whole thing is like, we weren't made to see all that we can see right now. All the information that comes at us, we weren't actually, we're not physiologically made up in order to like be able to process what we see. And so it's like the process of how to release things to God, how to you know, get away from your phone, go get outside, go do things to get your life back. I love that. I love that. Okay. So what are you loving? You told me already on a piece of paper or you sent in what you're loving and I cannot wait to hear about this first one. So what are you loving? (laughs) Okay. So have you ever heard of Aquanotes? No, not until I read it from what you sent in and I'm dying because I'm the same way. So carry on. This is going to change your life, Jamie. I'm ready. I'm ready for a life change. So I think it was probably on an infomercial that I saw a really long time ago. And when I was writing the book, I was always having these huge epiphanies in the shower. And I'm just like, God, I need something to write on. And I would get out and I would like speak it into my phone really quick. I'm like dripping. So I finally, I'm like, wasn't there a thing I saw one time? It's on Amazon. I should have an Amazon affiliate link right now, but I don't. (laughs) But if you go on there, just look up Aquanotes. And I think it comes in a pack of three. So you could like even give them to whoever else in your family that thinks this way. But you can literally suction cut this little pad of paper onto your shower wall and it comes with a pencil that's also suction cup and the like the pencil doesn't smear and you can write and it and really works and then you can tear off the little page and take it with you. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. You have to then yes. come back with your computer to the shower to see what you wrote, but you can take it with you. Yeah, there's it's like a whole notepad of little like waterproof pieces of paper. And so I'll tear it off and I'll take it with me to where, I, where my laptop is. And there's like a set of, and that's probably why they give you three so that you'll just keep having a lot of pieces of paper. There's a quite a bit. It's like a stack of paper like this all and life okay. change. I just went to Amazon and I see it. And when you were describing it, I mean, when I was imagining it, I was imagining almost like a kid's bath toy, like that it would like, I don't know what I was imagining. It's a piece of paper. It's a piece of paper and a pencil. pencil. (laughs) And it doesn't like run. It like really works. Okay. I'm now ordering myself some. And so I'm so happy. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Aquanotes and John Eldridge is what I need to change my life today. And Resting in God and working from that. Um, That's right. Christy, thank you so much for coming on the happy hour. I really appreciate it. And you guys, the life you long for, learning to live from a heart of rest. It just launched last week on February 16th. And so check that out. And I've read it. I recommend it. It is really, really good and important for us right now. So thank you, Christy. Thank you so much. Friends, this conversation was one that is so needed for me and for you. And it is such a great reminder to know all the things that God can do in our lives if we just surrender them to Him. Christy, thank you for coming on. Her book released last week. So if you want to check that out, go get it, The Life You Long For. Again, you can get it wherever books are sold. Listen to her podcast as well, The Glorious and the Mundane. Today's show was edited and mixed by the team at Podshaper. The show notes are written by Abby Castell. Music for the show was developed by Matt Graham. Everything's produced and put together by Lindsay Sweeney. And I'm your host, Jamie Ivey. Guys, don't forget, Compliment comes out next week. We would love it if you pre-ordered it and shared it with your friends. Read the first chapter after you redeem your goodies and then join us next week for the biggest party you could possibly have on Zoom. I don't know, guys. It's going to be a good time. This Friday on the show, my friend Emily Lex joins me. And listen, there's a theme this week because both of these conversations involve surrender and involve rest and involve obedience. You guys, I hope that in God's great big plan that these two conversations this week are just what you needed. Friends, have a happy hour with a friend. Enjoy your week. I'll see you here Friday. 
Tell a friend about the show. We would love it. And don't forget, check out Compliment wherever you get books. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com.